Welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello. Thanks for joining us. Uh, today's podcast is on social media in a responsible manner. That's going to be a tough one. Look, the reality is social media is. Uh, frighteningly good at getting you to stay engaged or to re-engage if you have disengaged. And so today it's more going to be like a how-to because there's certain things that I I address clinically uh, so often that uh, I just figured, you know what, let's just get this information out there and let people, uh, you know, know know what's happening in the clinical world and how, uh, as a therapist, I'm viewing this uh, for clients. Let's start with the challenges. Uh, Pretty clear there's lots of challenges when it comes to social media. And I'm just going to highlight some of them. You may have additions to these, uh, but hopefully I'll hit some of the major ones. These are ones that I see come in and sit on my couch, these issues. There's multiple multiple versions of a person uh, on, their, on their social media, meaning they'll have two, three, five, six different uh, types of presentations. For instance, they'll have one type in Facebook, but then they may have Facebook group pages where they present differently. And then they have Instagram and they might have two or three pages on Instagram where they're showing different uh, picture aspects. In other words, they've got their vacation pages or their uh, their private page or their their friends and family page. And these are different versions of ourselves uh, that we are trying to project in a very specific manner. Uh, that obviously creates lots of challenges when it comes to identity clarification, when we're trying to understand who we are. If we're living several different ways of life, then identifying who we are becomes extremely challenging. Someone is making money off of you. Understand that's a challenge of social media. Somewhere, someone is making a dollar off of you. Your time energy is making somebody money somewhere. Another challenge, limited time, energy, and resources. You only have so much. And so if you're trying to do a uh, TikTok and a YouTube and a Facebook and Instagram and, and the list goes on and on and on, if you're doing all of these things, you're putting a lot of time, energy, and resources into your social media existence. Well, that takes away time, energy, and resources for other uh, living experiences that you could have. Another challenge, emotions are easy to have, but difficult to project into a social media account. That's a tough one. Like, I, I, here's, here's what I'd like to say about that in particular. Your tone, volume, and cadence, as well as your nonverbal communications are much more difficult on social media. Even 
even if you post something, say like a picture of you being sad, it's hard to know what exactly that means. Because if you're posting it so that people can see you in tears or sad, there is a certain intent uh, on your part and on the reader's part or the observer's part, there's a certain take, a certain slant they're going to put to that, right? They, they're going to come with their own distortion into that experience. And so emotions are really hard to pick up when it comes to these different social media accounts. Uh, courage seems simple, so stupid is rampant, right? It's so easy to be mean on social media. I've watched it time and time again. If you haven't listened to my old podcast on uh, on uh, Twitter, please go back and listen to it. I mean, I, I learned a ton about myself and about Twitter during that experience. And let me tell you, uh, at near the top of the list is it's really pe- people have an easy time being courageous in all the wrong ways on social media. Another challenge is your brain wants more and more and more and more. Well, there's some easy explanations for this. At the end of the day, uh, you know, it's got the slot machine effect. It's got bright lights. It's got, it's tailoring to what you like. So it's giving you what you like. And it has these mechanisms that pull you back in if you get too far away. So it's almost like they have a rope tied around your waist. And if you drift too far, they just yank you back. Um, and your brain, your brain is triggered by that and lights up and it's, it's getting that stimulant every time that you get on the social media. Another challenge is privacy is nearly impossible on social media. And I'm going to get into that a little bit, uh, more detail. It's easy. Also, the last challenge I'm going to highlight is it's easy to fool ourselves into believing we have real relationships in space of never actually having contact with the people in real life, either by phone or even a slightly more intimate than social media oftentimes is text. Um, but it's, it's right there in that same ballpark, uh, you know, video, um, you know, we may send videos, but we don't do live videos a lot of times. And so we lose some of that personal experience, uh, in terms of real healthy relationship type, uh, content. So that's some of the challenges, and I'm sure I've missed a dozen more. And so, you know, add yours to that list. Give me feedback on that. You know, tell me if I missed any significant ones for you. I definitely would like to hear. But for today, we're going to shift gears and go into the the therapeutic take on how to manage ourselves on social media. Yes, I said that very specifically, how to manage ourselves on social media. It is not about managing our social media. What we have to do is manage ourselves. It's a lot like when I talk about, uh, you know, managing time is being like, that's a big fallacy. It's like this, this false thing, this false narrative that we tell ourselves. We don't manage time. Time is a constant. Every one second, we're one second further. Every one minute, we're one minute further. Every 60 sec- or sixty minutes, we're one hour further. And so it goes. Time is a constant. We can't manage time. What we can do 
is manage ourselves. Social media is 0% different because a lot of what social media is trying to do is manage your time, which is a constant. They manage your time. They reel you in. They make money. So managing your time is to their benefit. And what do they do to do that? They manage you. That's what they're doing. So what you need to do is take charge and manage yourself, right? I I manage myself on social media. I know what I'm going there for, which leads me to the first one. Establish an intention at the very beginning. Now, if you're not at the very beginning, uh, go ahead and start over in your mind and start with what is your intention? Do you intend to uh, use it for marketing? Are you using it for personal contact information with friends and family? Are you using it, you know, if you're using it just to search images in the world, uh, you probably have better things to do with your life. Even though it's going to feel good to see that funny one about the dog and that really cute one with the baby cow and like, you know, all of these things that people go for. That may feel good. But that is not intentional. And it's very important that you become intentional. Do it on purpose for your strategic reason. If you're trying to connect with family, then when you find yourself going down a rabbit hole of just looking at, you know, different pictures of people that you don't even know, well, you're not being intentional anymore. You're being roped in by the social media site. So establish your intention. Are you there for work to connect? Give yourself a, uh, as I was, I'll come back to that one. Number two, recognize your own emotions when you're on and when you take a break from social media, recognize your own emotions. Do you have higher highs, lower lows? Do you stabilize And so it goes, because most likely uh, what I experience in the therapeutic world is people get higher highs and lower lows when they're on social media in general. And I say that because what I tend to encounter is people who have not set an intention and they then put something out there. And because they haven't set an intention, uh, they, they get feedback that is hurtful and sometimes even harmful, whether they've been bullied, they've been told that they're, they're being ridiculous. You know, their, their, their personhood is marginalized and minimized. They're made to feel less than, um, and if you're not there with an intention, you could get caught in that loop of negativity, of hurt, of, or false happiness. I see that too, right? Like I put out these tips of the day and When we're talking about a tip of the day, they're not all fun and happy. Like sometimes they're there specifically to challenge you because at the end of the day, if you're only going there as a source of happiness, I mean, it's more or less your drug of choice. Your social media would be that. It's there to stimulate you and make you feel better. Well, there's a lot of things in the world that can make you feel better. And if you're turning primarily to social media for that, we, we definitely have an issue. So I would say recognize your emotions and start with that simple concept. Just acknowledge them. 
wow, I go to social media and I leave feeling happy about all of the animals that I've seen. Or I feel really sad because I'm looking at all the politics stuff and it's the people are so hurtful. Or I'm really mad because so-and-so purposely disagreed with me and attacked me, right? Like, what are the emotions? Acknowledge them as they are. Not as you want them to be, but actually as they are. And do that both when you're on and when you're not on for a period of time. Number three, be authentic. Be authentic to who you are. I cannot emphasize this one enough. Authenticity to who you are means it should be a reflection of your day-to-day life, right? If you're going there for business, it should be primarily business-focused. If you're going there for personal, it should be primarily personal-focused. If you're going there to connect with friends, you should be going to their pages and and telling them something about what they're posting and saying, hey, thanks for being a good friend. Stuff like that should be routinely happening. Okay, so be authentic to who you are as a person. If you are a caring, kind person and you go online and you turn into a raging monster, get off, just stop. You're becoming somebody you're not. Another thing that goes with be authentic to who you are is know your principles. What is it that you stand for in real life? And if you don't stand for those same exact things on social media, then we've got a problem. You are living two separate identities. And that is going to complicate things for your psyche, for you personally as an individual to maintain congruence in your life. It's just very hard to sustain. So for instance, uh, I am a God, family, friends, and, you know, and, and calling or, you know, my, uh, my growth areas. So those are like some highlights of my principles. If I'm going to social media just to engage in having fun, I mean, don't get me wrong, those, you know, having fun is great, but it doesn't fit my principles. To me, fun is a byproduct in my, when I look at my principles. So if I'm going there primarily for fun, I'm going there for the wrong reasons. It is not helpful. All right, so know your principles. The things in life, these are, I describe these as the pillars that hold your, uh, your structure together. The things that you stand for, they're going to be big and general. Like I said, I have like God, family, friends, uh, work, education, you know, things like that would fall into, into the categories of principles. And you can come up with your own. Some people say adventure and, you know, stuff like that. There's, there's a ton of different options there. Do not create different profiles. Highly recommend you do not create different profiles. I would suggest you have specific profiles for specific things, but not multiple profiles on the same, uh, you know, say Instagram. I wouldn't recommend two different profiles. There is only one exception to this. Only one exception. If you are doing a, say like a Facebook page for your personal stuff, and a Facebook page for your business, I would then recommend you do two profiles, but one is very specific to the business and do your best to not overlap. Facebook likes to overlap those things. So do some of the other social media sites. 
And, and so there's some difficulty in that. But if you are really intentional, you can, you can pretty much eliminate uh, the overlap. Okay, the, uh, the next one, number four, set time limits. I cannot emphasize this one enough either. Look, most phones have a way for you to set a limit on any given app. I highly recommend that feature, especially if you're finding that you're picking up your phone in between everything. Definitely set limits because you will be shocked, shocked how fast one hour of your day disappears into any of these social media vortexes, any single one, one hour of your day. And let's think about that. If you have 16 hours in your day, because you sleep about eight, if you have 16 hours in your day and you give one of them to a single social media site, you only have 15 hours left in your day. And if you continue down that path of doing the math, just one social media site, that would equate to 365 hours a year. Think about if we were to use that 365 hours a year for that one social media site to, I don't know, reach out to a single friend, they would feel so much love and connection from you. Just one friend. Well, let's say you used a, you know, a quarter of that, 15 minutes. At the end of the year, they still are going to feel so loved. And yet, We'll go on to social media. We'll put a little like thing there. And unless their numbers equate to a certain amount, they're not feeling you at all. If you leave a comment, they might feel you a little bit more. Right? So, look, I, I only say that not to say you're doing anything wrong per se. But if we are intentional and we set time limits, we end up with time to do other things. Now, many of you out there, have three or four social media sites and you try to keep up on all of them in a day. Well, if you, let's say you had four, all right? Now, most of you probably have two or three. That's statistically what it, what it suggests that people keep up with two to three a, a day. And if that's the case, well, let's go with four because it's simple math. Let's say you had four and many of you out there are going to be going, well, I kind of do have four or, uh, but simple math, that would be one fourth, one fourth of your day. If you spent an hour on each every day, you're going to go like, well, I don't actually, I, I spend most on this one and then some on these two or three. If you do the math, it just, uh, you know what? I challenge you. I challenge you do the math, track your time. Your phone probably has a tracker on there, set it up. And for the next seven days, do what is normal. And at the end of the week, see how much it actually adds up to. You're going to be shocked. You are going to be absolutely shocked how much time you spend. Number five, when we go with therapeutic recommendations, I am telling every single person I ever talk to, with regard to social media at least, assume everyone will see it. Everyone at work, every single friend and family member, everyone. Even if you have your so-called private page. There is this, uh, you know, and, and teenagers seem to get this now. I, I think that's good that they get this. Um, but they also 
uh, seem to be more willing to take the risks at times. If you put a picture or a comment out there about anything, somebody can snapshot that with their phone and repost it so that it's public and everyone can see it. So assume that everything you put out there is public. And if you don't want everyone to see it or hear it or whatever, then don't put it out. Number six, know that the echo chamber is trying to pull you in. It's trying to pull you in. And they want to pull you into one perspective. So you have to be purposeful. You have to be intentional to get multiple viewpoints. If you say are uh, pro-abortion, or or, uh, let's say you are pro-gun, the social media sites will figure that out and they will only feed you one view because they know it gets your attention and it makes you happy and you then come back and then you search things under guns or abortion and they can keep you there longer. And again, time is money for them. So the longer they're able to pull you in, the more money they can make on all the other things that they're doing. And so they're trying to do that. That is their agenda. That's what they want. And so if you are going to say Twitter or uh, Truth Social or um, you know, Instagram for news of any kind, it is very important that you take a look at that from multiple perspectives. Look from different vantage points. Number seven, numbers don't say much, but real connections do. If you have 100,000 followers, I guarantee you cannot keep up. You can't. There's just no way you can keep up. So what you're counting on is that you're entertaining enough that others want to remain in touch with you. Where that breaks down is that's not a real relationship. That's, That's not real at all. It's you being entertaining and them following you for entertainment. And don't get me wrong, I like good entertainment from time to time, but it tracks back to being intentional. What happens, and you, you can, if you're paying attention, you can see this, people who start losing traction, let's say they had 100,000 and now they're going backwards to, they're really only getting you know 10,000 to 12,000 clicks, They up their game to try to get more clicks again, which means they become somebody they're not most of the time. Number eight, if you wouldn't say it face to face, don't say it on social media. Uh, Another one of those can't miss, cannot miss here. Face to face, are you going to tell somebody um, how stupid they are? Some of you out there probably would. Okay, I'm going to acknowledge that there are some of you that would. Most of you would not. If you wouldn't say it in face-to-face conversation, I do not recommend it on social media. I cannot do that because it's incongruent with how you present. It's totally incongruent, meaning you say one thing and then now on social media, you do something different. You say, my principles are I'm kind and loving and caring and forgiving and 
But then you go on social media and you harass people. That's not congruent. That's not kind. That's not forgiving. Right? So that's what we're really looking at there. Number nine, social media changes the brain. So disengage periodically. Give your brain a social media break periodically. If you find yourself spending extra time on a certain one, back off. I could even just put your phone away for like three or four days and watch what happens. Everything in you is going to want to pull in. I get it. It's going to ding at you because you probably didn't turn off the, uh, the, the, the things that are going to trigger you to come back. Right. And so you've got to be really careful and I highly recommend putting it away. Don't let that slot machine reel you in and take all of your money. Number 10, this is going to be the last one I'm going to go over today. And it's by no means the only recommendation. Obviously, if I, if I was sitting here with one-on-one with a person, I would be giving them very specific, unique feedback for them as well. But these ones come up over and over. So final one for today. If they are making money off of you, you should know how. And this is where I'm going to turn you to doing some homework. If you are so inclined and you haven't watched it yet, which hopefully you have, go watch The Social Dilemma. Social Dilemma tells you how they make money off of you. It also tells you how you can be intentional because if you are paying attention to what they want and what they are doing, you can be uh, principle-centered and do it the way in which it presents information to you that is actually useful to you and your relationships. It is possible to do that. It is very difficult because they're always going to try to pull you to a a left or a right or somewhere in, in a different direction because what they want to do is turn you into money. And so they're going to try to pull you toward a, a, specific product that they have in mind that they think will work for you. And so if you go in there and you're family centric, they're going to pull you toward family products. If you go in there and you're business centric, they're going to pull you toward business products. And so it goes, but you can be intentional so that when those things pop up, you know that they're just trying to make money off of you. My guess is that for every one of you out there, I hit something, something here that is useful. If I didn't, honestly, (laughs) I think you might be lying to yourself a little bit because we all get sucked into this to a degree. Um, If you're not lying to yourself, that's fine. Like I'm not saying that everyone who hears this and doesn't agree with at least one of these things is a liar. I don't think that's true. But something extreme probably happened that forced you to become intentional at some point. For those of you who heard something in here that kind of hits you funny, explore it. Please explore it. Explore it with us, um, you know, here at this uh, podcast. You know, you can send us a comment, uh, an email, or, you know what, talk about it with your family and your friends. That's even better. Ask them if that hits funny for them too, right? Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this was helpful. Have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives. 
with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com. 